Are you ready? Oh, yeah! Strap yourselves in for the Gaming Hub. Your hosts, Tyler. You can't handle the truth. Graham. The force is strong. And Steven. You cannot be serious! Let's get started. Hey everybody, welcome to the Gaming Hub. This is episode number 181. I'm your host, Tyler, saying thank you so much for joining us. And I'm joined as always by our two co-hosts, uh, Stephen and Graham. And guys, how has your week been? Tell me something fun you've done, gaming-wise or not, something else. Um, well, my week's been interesting. I had a couple yeah. tests, first first test of the, the semester. So mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's it feels like the semester just started like a couple days ago. Um, and naturally, it's already been a month since yeah. school started, which is insane. Uh, Gaming-wise, um, just more Borderlands 3. Uh, a, a little bit of Bus Simulator as well. I'm, I'm reviewing that. Uh, it, it's funny because, like, you know, you get pissed off sitting in traffic, and then you go into a game to sit in traffic, and it's it's not any more fun there. But it is kind of relaxing no, at the same time. And it's, it's, it's a weird relaxation thing. <laughs> the games are hugely popular in, like, Europe. Like, a lot mm. of the sim games, Bus Simulator being one of them. Um, far Farming Simulator as well. Uh, it's, mm. it's kind of fun. It's interesting. Uh, the full review coming out later, but right now, it's, you know, it's, it is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, a little bit of chill. Uh, still continuing on. I've been dominating the computer, so it's like it stopped being fun. I need up the difficulty a little mm. bit, I think. Um, just watching football. I uh, started chess back up, my after-school chess club. Had way more kids than I expected, which is wonderful, until you're like, wait, they're all at different levels. It is hard to teach brand-new people all the way to, like, decently strong chess players Yeah. Um, at one time. But I was like, I, I hadn't had a lot of kids. Uh, before so i was like yeah, i could do it in one i'll just you know it'd be like four and four right and i have like 20 kids so it's like oh my gosh mm-hmm. uh but it, it's been it's been fun it's been fun um yeah it's been a light light load gaming wise so i'm i uh i need to continue on in the borderlands trend i i kind of put it aside because i played it so much that i you know it is what it mm-hmm. is we'll see um we'll, we'll keep we'll keep going i, so I do I, beat things every now and again i have a question for you because i can relate with your dilemma with chess not the chess part really but even though i do like chess and i have a really cool chess set or i did um however like back in the day when i used to coach baseball i would get the same thing so you get some kids that are just great you know um even in high school like varsity teams some kids are great they're natural athletes and some Somehow on a varsity team, have no clue what they're doing. And then there's everywhere in between. And uh, to me, the most, the worst are always the ones who, they're bad, but they think they're great. So they're like unteachable in lots of ways. Yeah. We'll, we'll call them the, well, I was going to say the ABs, but he is actually great. He just thinks he's the greatest ever and shouldn't have rules. But, um... But are those, do you have any like that, that think they've got it? That think they're no, like my, grandmasters, but they're really just terrible? My very first um, time going, uh, I did have one that like, I was like, you shouldn't do this. It's like bad strategy. You're going to lose a lot of games. And they just didn't listen. Mm-hmm. And they got killed and they got upset and it was a whole thing and it wasn't very fun. But I don't have that right now. Luckily, thank God. Yeah. Um, I do. Yeah. That is not. That is not any any fun. They're all. They're all pretty good. It's my hardest thing is there's a lot of like because I have young kids too. Like I, I opened it up because I was like there hasn't been that much signing up, 
So, you know, I want to fill up the ranks a little bit, and I got a lot of young ones, and their attention spans are, uh, well, it's Ooh. like like us sometimes when we're talking on the show, you know, and squirrel, <laughs> squirrel, right? squirrel, type well, of thing. Well, yeah. I, um, I do have, like, there is a fly buzzing around here. He's right there right now. So, yeah. So, so if Graham just <laughs> swings randomly in different directions, you'll know why. Yeah. I'm like, if you see me doing this, it's it's because of a fly. It's not me. It, Graham, it must be unseasonably warm in Canada to still have flies right now. It's pretty warm here. Yeah. Don't you I'm usually? Weather. Yeah. Don't you usually have like three to six feet of snow by now? Well, that's it's a little exaggerated. Growing up, I remember Halloween with six feet of snow, but those days yeah. are kind of unless you're in, out in Alberta at west, mm. then you probably had snow a month ago. Yeah. So, uh, tell us, Graham, what, how about your week? Uh, my week? Well, Saturday I celebrated the day of my birth, yes. a.k.a. my birthday. Congratulations on another year. Thank you. Thank you. I turned 20 again. Yeah. Um, so, and my wonderful girlfriend, me being a huge Toronto Maple Leaf fan, she bought me tickets preseason, but still tickets to see Toronto and Buffalo. So I live really close to the border, so we kind of made a little bit of a shopping day out of it. And we had some amazing pizza and wings, and then we went to the hockey game. They didn't win, but it was a great game nonetheless, and uh, had a great time. And oh, for my birthday, I had ice cream cake for breakfast, which is amazing. Nice. Highly recommended ice cream cake for breakfast. On your birthday. So Just you, your birthday. Do, you, do you prefer ice cream cake to regular cake? Oh, 100%. Okay. 100%. Interesting, interesting. Steven? Yeah. I prefer my cake with a side of ice cream. Um, yeah, I'm with you. It tends to be a little bit more, like, uh, soft. Um, mm. But I don't need fancy cake. Just, like, a, a yellow cake, chocolate frosting, and some, like, chocolate chip cups. ice cream. Chocolate with peanut butter cup. That sounds good. Graham, do you do you ever get the like brain freeze from ice cream though? Sometimes. I didn't see, with that, but I'm really like bad with, like See, I get that all the time though lemonade, from it. And, and that's why ice cream cake I'm like, uh. Oh yeah. Brain freeze is <laughs> yes. nasty. So did you get a chance to play any of Link's Awakening? What are your thoughts on that? I dabbled a little bit. As far as gaming went, I dabbled a little bit. I played that yeah. um Untitled Duck Game. Uh, How is that? Untitled Goose Game. The Goose Game. Yeah, goose, the Goose Game. Goose. Yes. See, some people. <laughs> another person's calling it Duck. So now I got Duck in my As head. As Stephen would say in California, Duck Duck Goose. Here we say Duck Duck. Literally the duck. only state in the entire union that says it <laughs> stupidly. You guys playing with vodka? That's why they're all. Well, I won't finish that sentence. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. What do, What do you call it? Duck, 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 what? duck, gray duck. Duck, duck, gray duck. Gray duck. Mm -hmm. Gray goose is. Um, I yeah. A joke. It is a wonderful vodka, by the way. But yeah. Uh, duck, duck, like I said, I I didn't like play a long <laughs> session. I basically walked around, honked at a, a bunch of people, and thought, okay, I got to figure out what I got to do here, and I I never got back to that point. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's it seems like a lot of fun. It's it's not a serious game by any means. It's kind of like Goat Simulator. So if you're just looking to kill some time and just be an annoying little goose, then uh, that is the game for it. All right. So yeah, good. I I did pick up Link's Awakening, but I like I said I played 
I basically played it as long as I played the, the well, it wouldn't really demo. Uh, when I was at E3 and I got to play it. Yeah. Um, basically got that far. And the thing is, when I was at E3, there was a lady there and she was like kind of like directing me what to do. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I don't really want you to tell me, but I'm going to be nice. Well, that's the And problem, now I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember what I did now. Right. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not yeah. here right now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. No, I'm looking forward to getting that to spend some more time. But yeah, it's been pretty busy uh, at work, and like I said, it was my birthday weekend. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, the colder weather is coming that we kind of hinted to, although yeah. you wouldn't know it's cold right now. So we had to put away a few things. No more pool. The pool right. pool parties are done for the summer. Okay. So yeah, here the weather's turning as well, and you know, funny though. I mean, right now it's really cool outside, but. Earlier in the week, we had a tornado warning here, so super fun. Yeah, it's and, been pretty windy here, yeah. but nothing on those lines. So, I don't know. It's it's just kind of that time of year. But So, so it, yeah. it sprinkled today for me, actually. And the kids were like, it's raining. And I'm like, <laughs> no, it's like misting. But, of course, it's like still kind of hot and pretty humid. Yeah. And, like, I mean, when it was, like, raining, it was it was a little chilly. Not really, but, like, it got cooler. California. Finally. Chilly. And then, but then, like, you know, immediately after it stopped, it was, like, humid. And I'm like, oh, I hate the humidity is gross. That's what we get. Yeah, oh. yeah I, I agree. So the, the nice thing about um, fall in the upper Midwest is that, you know, it's just that cool, crisp air. And unlike the spring where it's, you know, the same temperature, but it's so wet because of all the snow melting and the rain. And the whole ground is just like a sponge. Walking on it. Yeah. So you I don't like something. when spring's here? Uh, no, for multiple reasons. <laughs> um, it yeah. happens to be my favorite day of the year, spring. Day, yeah. day one. Mm-hmm. It, it didn't oh, used to be. I, I used to be a fall a fall guy. Mm-hmm. Um, or an autumn. The autumn leaves. Yeah. Uh, but, but spring, the first day of spring, good times. Good times. Sure. But spring is spring is not here, Stephen, though. So. No, it's oh. literally the opposite of that right but i'm so counting down the dates sure you are it sure you are my favorite day of the year mm-hmm. to be honest with you well yeah it's my favorite day to not be online buy so, earplugs yeah <laughs> but, uh, anyway for me uh other than the weather turning you know i'm still dealing with all of this apartment stuff that if you know listen to the last couple episodes you've heard about um, long story short, for anybody who hasn't listened or it's brand new, my apartment flooded a couple weeks ago. And somehow in this complex, it takes a month to get new carpet. And uh, so I won't have new carpet until October 7th. And uh, uh, real quickly, while I'm on that topic, um, we are still doing the sports podcast that we talked about, 30-minute warning. That is going to start after that's all installed just because, like, everything's got to get taken out of here. And then put back in. I basically have to move out and then move back in in like a day. So um, we're going to put that on hold just so that doesn't get disrupted. And we'll do that. We'll start that up as soon as that is completed after October 7th. And get fully into that. We promise. We're looking forward to it too. And But, you know, guys, it's not like there hasn't been anything to talk about in the NFL. You know. No. There's nothing to note. So. Nothing. Um, but anyway, yeah, we'll uh, we'll be able to talk yes. some baseball playoffs and all that good and, thing. Like if and I hockey season will be starting around that time, so it works out. 
Yeah, and maybe I'll want to talk baseball playoffs at that point. Maybe I won't. We'll see. Um, but hopefully, but, oh, but I will. Mm-hmm. So uh, on that note, uh, I played a little bit of games. I did play a little bit of chill. Uh, I, I'm sad I didn't get in any gears this week, and uh, I definitely want to change that maybe over the weekend here. Uh, we'll get some of that in and continue working through the campaign there. It's just this thing is it's thrown off my whole gaming thing. It sucks because I was enjoying Control so much and Blair Witch and all of it, and then all of a sudden, boom. So, uh, well, anyway, I'll get back into that stuff and get caught up uh, before the big games of October come out, which we'll touch on here later in the show. Um, That's some heavy hitters. Yeah, there are. And but anyway, my week has uh, the notable thing, the cool thing for me this week. And I promise after this, we're done with sports. Okay, so just bear with me for 20 seconds-ish. Depending on how many times Stephen rolls his eyes. Every time he rolls his eyes, I get to talk for another Go. 10. <laughs> um, so, for the first time since 2010, my favorite team in the whole world won the division title. <laughs> and today hit the became the first team ever to hit 300 home runs in a season. Um, which ever. is pretty awesome. Ever. Yeah. That is pretty awesome, Tyler. So it is, uh, it's been such a fun season and a fun ride to follow this team. And I, I hope that this year's playoffs are different. I know Steven is just hoping for my pain <laughs> to be off the charts. Whoa. I would, would so never, I know like me at all. Yeah. You know, and I am very humble about it all. Yes. You um, make it so easy to cheer for your team in the playoffs. I do. I do. Have, you know, you, I do. See, Graham, Graham knows, because every time the, the NHL playoffs come around, we are supportive of the Maple Leafs. Oh, very supportive. Mm-hmm. Well, Graham, I mean... Until they play my favorite team. I'm a huge Bruins Graham. fan, for those that don't know. And we just dominate those Leafs so, every year for round of playoffs. Graham, at the beginning of the NHL season last year, what did I predict would happen to your team in the playoffs? Uh, well, you don't, you don't have to say the words cause I know it hurts, but did I predict exactly what I'll happened? I'll say it. Game seven loss in round one to the Boston Bruins. Is that exactly what happened? What Graham? happened? Is that what you predicted? I did. It that, is. I, that I did. would be something that I would just completely put out in my, yeah. I'm not even going to think about And we're predicting it, it again. This so it, it, it's your fault. I'm pointing at you, Tyler. Graham, the, Graham. you. Graham, the Athletic has already predicted it for this year, which yeah, is, by the way, which is by the way a great sports writing site and app. No. So if you haven't, uh, it really I'm, is. I'm now deleting it. It has I'm the not, best sports writers that are I'm out not there. Supporting this lies and filth. So, well, Graham, it's not lies and filth. In fact, it's happened two years in a row. Happens every single year. So anyway, okay, we promise we're done with sports for now. All right. <laughs> so, um. All right, let's move on. And it is fall, so, you know, guys, a few a little bit ago we talked about kind of gaming habits in the summer because it's a little bit different time for video games because nothing new really comes out. It's a great time to get caught up on, you know, your backlog, which we all say we're going to yeah, do and don't do. Because that's exactly what we did. Yeah, no, we don't at all. Although I did, I did. I played Quantum Break this year, so there's that. But I beat a game over the summer. Did you? Hmm. So anyway, fall's different because now all of a sudden fall has games releasing every single week starting in September that are great. 
So, guys, what are your habits like in the fall? Are you the type that finds a game or two that you love and just play it constantly? Or are you bouncing back and forth between games? And has it changed since you became part of a podcast team about video games? Well, now that I'm part of a podcast team, try to get in a bit of everything so we can actually talk mm -hmm. about it. Sure. Uh, like this fall, this is when Outer Worlds is coming out, and yeah. that is a game where I would like to spend a lot of time without jumping back and forth. Mm -hmm. So, like the weather's a little cooler now, so it's not like like when the weather's really nice, you're like, I should be outside. Now it's like, yes, it's kind of cold. Now, <laughs> now I can say, it's too cold to be outside, so now I can be inside. Right. But yeah, no, I would just like to spend the fall just like, like spend it in outer worlds. Uh, I got NHL, so that'd be a game that I always play. And it's not really like a fall. It basically would fall along with the season, which it starts in the fall. Mm -hmm. So that would be a game that I will just go along throughout the fall and then like up until the playoffs probably. But yeah, I I would prefer to stick to one game, but there's so much out there, and especially when I hear you guys talk about this game, is like this game is amazing and I'm like, well, now I got to try this and then I'll download it and then I'll be like, yeah, it's, it's good, but now there's something else out. So I'm going to try to focus, focus on one or two, not get a uh, loss, but there's a lot of good games coming out this fall. So got to be discipline, discipline. Yeah. Steven, how are you? Yeah. Um, I am a, a jumper, but I don't jump back. Always moving forward. That's my motto, you know. <laughs> keep keep your head chugging forward. Uh, I will play a game for one week, and then I will play the next game. And because I'm on the podcast, and I've had a decent amount of disposable income recently, um, in years past, it's it actually isn't too bad anymore either. Um, I thought it was going to be, but that's a different story for a different time. But good things happen sometimes. Um, anyways... So with the disposable income and like, you know, my, how should I put this? Habits at times. <laughs> a lot of things get bought, um, especially on the weekend. And uh, so I will movies. play a game. <laughs> I will play a game and then I will play it for one week. And then I will put it down. Never to be seen again. Yeah. Um, there will also be games that will be purchased that are never played, ever. That's mm -hmm. happened before. Yeah. Yes. Um, it, it's not as bad. I am. I see. I do like playing on PC a lot. Um, but at the same time, the one glad thing is, I'm glad I don't fully only play on PC because the Steam sales. I would. I would literally own everything. Because it's like it's five dollars. <laughs> you gotta buy it because you might play it. There are hundreds of games in my Steam library I've never touched. Oh, I think that's so, true for a lot of people. Yeah, I am a, yeah. I am a definitely a jumping around type bloke. Uh, there are games I will beat. I did beat Red Dead Redemption Two last year, and that took me a good solid two months. I thought I was going to be like the playing it for eight to ten hours, you know, when I can, and mm -hmm. like binge playing it almost, but I didn't. It was like two hours every every now and again, and then there were some longer sessions. Um, I almost wonder if that's that actually helped me beat the game was the fact that I didn't play it because I didn't get burned out. Because, like, oh, Borderlands 3, 
couple weeks ago, I was, or well, not a couple weeks ago, just like a week ago, I played like a few eight hour sessions, right? And then I, I haven't been in the mood to go back. Granted, the game's gotten a little harder at the section I'm in. Um, and I just kind of want to get to the end game. So it, that hurts. Um, mm. cause I feel like I need to do side quests and I don't want to yeah. right now. Um, even though the side quests are really fun. I don't know. It, it just depends on the game for sure. But yeah, I definitely do jump around it. There are games that will hook me and then I'll keep playing, but you got to be really good. I have a feeling knowing myself, I won't be Star Wars for the sole reason of just, it does come out at the end of the window. So like there won't be anything new to buy, but yeah, it just comes out within a week of two other pretty big games. Yeah. Death so, Stranding and Pokemon, right? Uh, Doom. So you weren't counting Pokemon and Death Stranding in that? Well, it's counting Death Stranding. <laughs> Especially now that we know it's gone gold. Graham, your I dreams would... have come true. <laughs> I would say Pokemon is bigger than Doom. Well, I'll but... say, like, Steven is Not a huge me, Pokemon. But... Like, he's he's played all the other games, so I can imagine Steven is pretty excited for Pokemon oh, yeah. Sword and Shield. But there's a lot but... of people that are. Well, well, I'm talking about you now. <laughs> yes. So, oh, yeah, yeah. Pokemon is huge. Like, till yeah. the cows come home oh i'm but not gonna debate it with you i won't i won't i like you. i i'm i know um anyway you start uh, losing sure so for me though the fall is the time where you know i've kind of discovered some of my absolute favorite games and last year would have been spider-man you know i went into that with good expectations but i came out just blown away by what the, just how much fun i had playing that game and that was the type of game I just couldn't put down. I was playing that thing for like five, six hours a day yeah. until I was done. And... Yeah, I got lucky. Um, hmm? Sorry, real quick. I, I guess I'm interrupting you. Sorry. You're fine. But I'm going to continue. Uh, I got lucky. My garbage disposal went out and needed replacement on the day that Spider-Man came out. Or like it happened that week. Mm -hmm. So it, it like it needed to be replaced because it was like kind of flooding my dishwasher. Yep. Um, so I, I got that replaced on the Friday and that's when the game came out on that Thursday night. And so I had the whole day to play because I was wait Like I took the day off work because I needed to be there to, you know, replace the garbage disposal. And that was wonderful because I played for like eight hours. That was probably the fastest I've ever beaten a game in like a long time since like high school for sure. Um, but yeah, sorry. Sorry, Tyler. But I do yeah, agree with you. That game was really fun. Oh, it was. And also games like Sunset Overdrive, you know, came out in the October window. No, that's when I'd argue you should have come out in the spring. Um, just for the health and success of the yeah. game. Like they could have they could have waited because the next uh the next year is when Sony put out um the order, eighteen eighty six, in February. And I think they should have put out Sunset right up against it. Oh, Sunset would have killed that game. Yeah, Sunset was just an objectively better and more complete game than The Order. Um, yeah. The Order was a fantastic cutscene sequence with some gameplay. And, you know, it looked great, no doubt. I Pretty much every PS4 exclusive has looked awesome, like, visually. But, yep. Knack. you know, yeah. But, I mean, the, you know, yeah. even, uh, like, Last of Us 2, which we'll talk about in a little bit, looks yeah. amazing, right? So... You know, no, nothing there. I mean, they've got the edge there, but the art direction for, you know, um, Sunset wasn't to be realistic. It was to be cartoony. So, and, that, yeah. and they did that. But, um, so games like that, and then I remember when Halo 5 came out, I just played a ton of that. I got into multiplayer right away. I played multiplayer for like three, four hours a day, every night. So, 
had uh, had a really good time with a lot of those games. So in the fall, though, I'm kind of like Steven in the way that once I put a game down, I'm probably not going back. At least not for a long time. So mm-hmm. if you don't keep me with the story, right, you know, I might not go back to it. Now, I am going to break that because I, you know, I was playing the Control campaign and I've done a little bit of Blair Witch, about half of it. And I have started Gears 5 and I will finish all three of those. Like, without a doubt in my mind. I will finish all three of those. So This is my believing him face right no, now. No, I will. Because I, I actually very much enjoy all three. So When? Uh, uh, ten years from now? No, no, no. I, no, it'll happen in October. Like, once I get to where, like, oh, if, okay. if I turn the camera so you can look to my right, you will see literally, like, a pile of boxes and furniture moved into a small area in this room where, you know, where I normally would be sitting on a recliner playing games. So, anyway... That's, uh, <laughs> I believe you, Tyler. Grant, you've seen the picture. I don't, I don't believe you whatsoever. Now I'm even um, more driven to do it. So I, I don't even I, think you'll beat them all by the end of the year. I guarantee you did, I will. Did you ever hey, play here's what? within two, Tyler? No, I didn't. I did I not. I think you should. That would be going for your play. I know. Tyler yeah, is as bad as me, just won't admit it. So you guys think I never beat anything. Oh, I finished but... my games and you. Come on. I but he doesn't beat more. anything either. He, he yes, doesn't do. beat anything either, but, you know. Sure I do. And, yeah. So, okay. I, 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 I hope you do. I hope so, I do. I hope we all beat our games. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, um, I would have beat God of War too if not for, you know, my PlayStation account being gone yeah well but, that you have a very you have a valid excuse yeah uh you don't have a valid excuse for not even playing mlb the show i don't being such a big baseball but fan. i don't have to buy it well i, I bought it so i guess I, I don't have to buy it no matter what but if i hadn't bought it um it's true it, it's it now the free game in october and the last of us remastered like yeah really good them. i saw some people complaining about it i thought i think that's a good month Graham, I, I, you I should, understand a lot of people have the last of us already Graham, you should download that if you haven't yet. I I'm, have it on my PlayStation 4 somewhere. Okay. I am going to give The Last of Us but I should another, the old college try again and see. Just yeah. to because like, I feel like I need to. Um, I don't know what I so didn't beautiful. like about it. Oh, the second, yeah, the second one for sure. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't love the gameplay in the first one. But I loved the story and I loved the environment. I loved all of it, except the actual gameplay, which okay. is kind of a big deal. I'm going to say this right now. Okay. I'm not playing The Last of Us 2 until I beat the first one. Well, that, so that's, you'll never play The Last of Us well, 2. Well, Graham, that's a good strategy. You should, I mean, it's a story-based game. You should play the first one. That's what I mean. Like, so, I need to. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know what percentage I actually got through it, but I got pretty far into it. And mm-hmm. I have no idea. That was a long time ago, so I don't remember why yeah. I stopped playing it. But well, I you like you like horror content. Yeah. You know, you like horror movies and you know, and uh, and horror games. Have you finished Blair Witch yet? I know you were right there. No, I'm so okay. close. I right. just need to like half an hour be or less to be done. Okay. So next week you can talk to us about how you like the ending of Blair Witch. Yes, and, finally got in. And next week I'll, I'll be able to talk to you about how I'm about to have carpet again. And I'm and, currently annoyed yeah. at the game. <laughs> I, I know, I remember you were last week. So, yeah, guys, uh, 
fall games, last thing I want to ask on before we kind of move into the news, but do you think do you think it's changing in the right way? Because right now we're seeing the the slate of games move out of just being in the fall to you know, it's getting a pretty good offering in games in the springtime. Anytime for next year it looks like it's gonna be February through April. And yeah. like do you guys think that you know, is it, is it a good direction? Did it happen at the right time? Should it have happened sooner? Like, you know, why do you think it's a good thing or not a good thing? Steven? Um, sorry, I, I was reading something real quick for the for news segment. Um, what, answer, can you ask the question again? So I'll, I'll give my answer real quick. So the, yeah, I mean, we're, we're talking about whether or not it's a good thing to move the game releases into, you know, Oh yeah. Spring. Okay. And yes, I think it is. I I think it's I it had, should have happened a while ago. You know, to to put like we just talked about Sunset Overdrive. We've said it on the show before. You know, Sunset is a game that should have thrived as a Microsoft exclusive and people love to kind of crap on it because it didn't sell well and equate that to it not being a good game and by people I mean PlayStation fans. That is the um, dumbest. Well, not anymore because not anymore, it. but they did, right? And that's a really stupid mm-hmm. argument. And they know damn well that's not true, but they love to say it. And maybe some believe that's true, but so everybody says they want new things and new IPs. But if you give them a choice between that or something they know, they're gonna take the thing that they know. So if you put a new IP out up against Call of Duty and up against Battlefield and up against, you know, a Star Wars game or something like that, you're going to get crushed. You just are. Mm-hmm. So why not put those games out in springtime, give them room to breathe, let them be their own thing, and succeed and fail based on their own merit rather than just have it being a, a timing thing. So anyway, that that's where I'm at. Yeah, I'm glad, Actually, I'm glad you enough. went first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Go ahead. no, I'm glad you went first because uh, I have you brought me to a, a good idea. I, I'm with you. I don't think every game should move, obviously, because no. then we'll just have the same issue in the spring instead of the mm. fall. I think yeah. though that new IPs, um, unless they're made by like the big like three, and I mean Bethesda and Rockstar, Rockstar. and then like that's it, really, to be honest, and maybe like. Yeah, that's that's the only two that I had to allow new IPs. The big three. <laughs> yeah, the big two, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, maybe there'll be a third somewhere in there that I'll I'll count. I, I, I maybe Naughty Dog. I. I, mean, I, I, I think you're I safe touch. putting a Star Wars game out in the fall. You know. Right. I, yeah, but um, that's not okay. Like it's an established. Yeah, that's an established brand for sure. Brand, franchise, yeah. Yeah. new game. Right. So that's different. I mean, like your games, like Sunset Overdrive, your Horizon mm-hmm. Zero Dawn's, you're like. Those games are perfect for the spring when there's nothing really else around, yep. right? And then you know, Call of Duty Battlefield will always come out in the in the fall. It yep. just they always will because they're perfect games because they they get they sale the sales rise because a lot of kids like high school age and middle schoolish play those games. I mean, you just have to put your headset on in the, in the mm-hmm. lobby figure that one out. Um, and it has been for a while. Like they get sales around Christmas time. That's why they're they're never going to change. Yep. But don't bury your game by putting it out. Like you're, you're exactly right. Throw, throw the new IPs unless you're Bethesda or Rockstar, because I think they can get away with it inside. Uh, I think. Uh, I mean, even within, you got to put it out in October. But I think that game suffered a little bit in sales because of it. 
I mean, you have right. to, uh, but... True, I, I guess, know. yeah. I don't I think mean, they should like put Ghostwire Tokyo out in the fall. I think it should be in the spring. I think they're... Big IPs, though, are like their, their new IPs. I'm talking about what I keep I always say this wrong. It, it's Starfield, right? Yes. Starfield. Right. Yeah. Yep. Star Citizen yeah. is always one I always mess up with. Yeah. Starfield can be a game in the fall because it's made yeah. by like, it's it's not, mm-hmm. it's made by the, the AE team, right? You know, you're yep. the Fallout, the, the Elder Scrolls, and, and them. Uh, so they're making that, right? So yep. that's a, perfectly fine fall game mm-hmm. but you know yeah the evil within does need to come out in october mm-hmm. it, it it does hurt but rockstar really only makes big game well okay now they only make big games they didn't although they're rumored to be doing another bully game so we'll Hopefully. see but it's fun yeah uh yeah so it just it depends i guess mm-hmm. on the uh on the game but yeah i think more games should go out in the spring there's a lot of benefit to that even january we've seen a lot of success in january mm-hmm. Uh, Kingdom Hearts, Monster Hunter, um, those are the only two names I can think of right now, but I'm going to say that that's enough. Um, yeah. Monster Hunter came out. Actually, I think both of them came out last January. No, Monster Hunter. might have been the year before. Shoot, I don't remember. Um, but you can get, get good games in, in January, I think. Oh, for sure. Uh, and, yeah, and then your February's into your, like... Well, we've yeah, we've seen games like Dying Light come out in January, and... Yeah, you know, Monster did come out in January. Um, you know, we've seen plenty of good titles come out in that month, and I think that those are great. That's a great time of year for those change of pace type games, games that aren't shooters, and they're not multiplayer based per se. And I think that needs to be a change of pace type game, just to, we're right about the time when people are like, okay, I'm ready for something different now. You know, yeah. Um, I I agree with what you're saying. I think that you know you're it, it's. I think fall is like the same as summer for movies where that's where your blockbuster sequels and franchises come out, you know? And, and then springtime for games is sort of like Christmas time for movies where what I mean by that's, that's kind of when all the best movies are released. You know, your, your Academy Award contenders are often released in the late fall up through Christmas. And, you, you see a lot of games come out in the spring that are phenomenal. You know, God of War was a spring game. Uh, Zelda was a spring game. Breath of the Wild. Yep. And you, you we're seeing a lot of it. Uh, Cyberpunk next year, spring game. You know? Um, so we're seeing a lot of that, and I think that... I think it's good. I will say one thing, and I just want to get you guys quick thoughts on this too, and then Graham, I want to hear your thoughts. Um, I think... Games like Call of Duty and Battle, Battlefield, etc. I think those games should come out in May. And I, I don't think I don't think they would hurt in sales at all. You know why May? Because every kid, every kid in the world is about to be out for the summer. You know, and I, I think Well, that, then they're fully admitting that M rated games are marketed towards high school and younger. Oh well, yeah, but I mean it's the worst kept secret in the whole world, that, you know. Right, but whatever. they might not want to admit that. Yeah. But I know people but, will be clutching their pearls. I know, but I but I think the bigger reason is that just from a fiscal standpoint, investors care about fourth quarter a lot, and yeah, you know true. that that holiday season time, and and for some of these companies, fourth quarter is until until the spring. Um, depending on how their fiscal year falls. But anyway, sorry, I'm not trying to, you know, um, take up all the time here on this. Graham, uh, your thoughts. 
Uh, my thoughts is there are four seasons, so why do you have, leave all the games to the fall? To me, it yeah, it makes total sense to have them in the spring as well. Mm-hmm. And we are seeing that. Like You've given a lot of examples, and Steven's given a lot of examples. And it, there's just so many games that it's ridiculous for them all come in the span of a couple months. So, yeah, like, I don't see any reason why they would just leave them all for the fall. And they've shown that these games are pretty successful games that come in the spring. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, I'm glad to see that as well. Because I don't remember, I think there was a third game, but Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider, a Fallout 4, and another game, they're all released on the same day. And that, that was ridiculous. February 23rd last year was... Yeah. Bad. Yeah. Well. So, so yeah, like, I feel like the they have this, like, you have 365 days. I know you release, most games are released on Tuesday. But there's no reason to have these games coming out within a week or on the same day. So, yeah, I, I think it's a great idea that they're actually bringing some in the spring and into the summer as well. Because mm-hmm. spread them out. And that's why it's it, it's easier on our accounts as well because if you remember, certain people have budget for just certain amount yeah. of games. If you remember that uh, The Witcher Three came out, that was in May. Yeah, really late in the spring. Yeah, it did. Yeah. And that was like I thought that helped that game tremendously, and I don't understand why more people like kids make up a vast majority of. Or okay, not okay. I'm not going to say that far, but kids do make up a a good chunk of people that play games and they can play the entire summer and you just you don't they don't do it like someone will be smart enough to realize that they can make a lot of money on microtransactions putting a game out in may because kids will be playing that game the entire summer yep um use your mom's credit card mm-hmm. but fortnite's been most successful successful just because it lasted through the summer but that, yeah. that game did come out like the battle royale and, and got pretty popular right before summer started. If, if memory serves me correctly, based on how many kids I knew, like that played that game. Like I saw it right in the summer. And then when it came back, it was Fortnite like a whole year. And I'm like, Oh my God. Yeah. But, so, I mean, all, all we need to know is that three of the last five, you know, um, game of the year winners at the game awards have been released in the first half of the year. So, I mean, that's a pretty big deal. Mm-hmm. Yep, sure. So, including last year's. But anyway. All right. Guys, let's wrap this up and move into news. But first, before we do, just a quick word from our sponsor. Hey, everyone. Support for the Gaming Hub comes from Manscaped, who is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. A few weeks ago, I was in the shower, right? And I uh, realized I needed to trim some hedges. And I accidentally clipped a berry. And that night, I was like, this is not happening again. So I went to Manscaped, and I picked up their Lawnmower 2.0 with proprietary skin-safe technology so the trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. All right? And you can, you can take advantage of, of them as well uh, with code HUB at manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping. So manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. And for you nasties out there, you can finally get a trimmer for your balls that you don't also need to use on your face 
boys and girls, mostly boys. This is Manscaped. That's just gross. All right. Manscaped also has the crop preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? All right, reminder, get 20% off and free shipping with the code hub at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code hub. Always use the right tools for the job. Your balls will thank you. All right, guys, let's head into news and let's start with the game we, we brought up earlier, The Last of Us Part 2. That now has a concrete release date of February 21st. It is uh, their biggest game ever, but it has no multiplayer. You guys okay with no multiplayer in this? I am. I'm fine. Absolutely. Yep. I, I don't play these types of games for the multiplayer. And lots of times I find that the multiplayer is just something that they just added on just so they could have multiplayer and they like i don't know how popular was last year's multiplayer or not last year's the first game's multiplayer uh like i forgot there was multiplayer i'm like oh yeah the first one did have multiplayer so to me it doesn't matter there's lots there's tons of games out there if i'm into multiplayer i don't think this would be the top multiplayer one maybe it's fun but i don't think it can compete with your call of duty and other ones in that uh, category. So, yeah, it doesn't bother me at all that there's no multiplayer. And you're talking about it's the biggest game ever. Uh, it's actually going to be on two discs, which that is nice. substantially big for these, what are they, dual-layered 4K Blu-ray yeah, discs? I'm not even sure what they are, but they can hold a lot of data. So mm-hmm. the fact that it's two discs, that game is huge. And don't forget, plus a day one patch on top of it, most likely. Yeah. So probably yeah, a hundred gigs. <laughs> <laughs> right. By the time it's done. So, uh, Steven, upset? No multiplayer. No, I mean, I never there, played there, the multiplayer there, with the first game. <laughs> um, so I, I'm not gonna say that you know people don't have the right to be upset if they are. I don't. I, I saw in our mixer chat that someone thought the multiplayer in that game was really fun. And mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, sure, there are a lot of games that that have multiplayer, but it doesn't mean every game is the same. Like that, that's kind of a silly, silly comment. Uh, so yeah, it sucks if if people were looking forward to it because it, it was at one point said that it it was going to, and then they decided against it. But I I think it just depends on how big the game actually is, and like if the it is very, it could be very well possible that the single player is like. Almost a perfect game. Could be like, or, you know, yeah. nothing's ever perfect. There's always issues, but you'll see the tens come, come. It'd be a masterpiece according to like your IGNs of the world, right? I, so, I think, I think we've got to stop short of saying Cyberpunk's game of the year next year. I mean, there's a, there's a hardcore contender here in this game. There is, there is. I, 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 there, for sure, for sure. I just, um, for me personally, I, I know what Naughty Dog games play like and their gameplay is, Again, I've gotten massive amounts of crap for this in years past, but you know, and you probably as, will again. I don't oh, you care. will. Their their gameplay is they do a great job building worlds and environments and stories. Like it's always really interesting, and then mm-hmm. the gunplay falls short. And I don't play games to if I want a great story, I'm gonna watch a movie or read a book, right? Like, I. I want the I, the gameplay needs to be 
decently fun. And yeah. then the but I also want a good story, right? And I just I don't know. And I that's always been my issue with Naughty Dog. Mm-hmm. I PlayStation fans love Naughty Dog, and that's why I know I'm gonna get massive amounts of crap for it. I just don't think I don't think they make gameplay very well. So the the gunplay needs to be as good as Red Dead 2. Because I don't think Rockstar is all that great at shooting mechanics either. Better than Naughty Dog. Uh, yeah, but if it's as good as Red Red Dead 2, I'm fine. I mean, hell, if it's as good as GTA 5, I'm fine. And I don't necessarily love GTA 5, but it didn't yeah. stop me from loving the, the game as an experience, you know? Um, yeah. So if it's as good as that, I'm totally okay with that. I do agree with you a little bit on the shooting mechanics and, and how they just play in Naughty Dog games. I just I don't love it. But um, the stories that they tell are phenomenal. And, you know, the word masterpiece got thrown around a lot with the the first Last of Us game at the end of 20... Or in the, the end of last gen in 2013. So you know, you're talking a six-year development time for this game... And we're actually close to seven uh, by the time it's all said and done. And, you know, there's no reason to think it's not going to be amazing. And I actually, if I was going to set the odds right now, I would make The Last of Us the early favorite for Game of the Year over Cyberpunk in 2020. No way. I mean, I, I, I personally would. And just, just based on what they do story-wise and all that type of thing. So, I don't know. And Gravity Care, um, you know, you're not a shooter guy. So how much does shooting mechanics, you know, matter to you? And I ask because one of your favorite franchises that does have shooting, Fallout, has shooting mechanics that I personally just don't like. Yeah. Well, I usually go into the VATs. So, mm-hmm. but they have improved on the Fallout for the shooting. Uh, to me, it's, it's not a game breaker if, I keep dying because I can't get the shooting down right, not just because of me, because the actual gameplay. But th- then it is an issue for me. And, like, I was trying to go through the uh, the Nathan Drake collection, and I don't even think I finished the first one, but I could tell the shooting was was clunky, like, the, the aim was, like, frustrating, and... Now, were you I playing did. the first game, Graham? Yes. Uh, that, keep in mind, that was a little while ago. Yeah, that and was really old, yeah. too. But, like, so. I don't know how much better it got. Um, but, like I said, it's not something that makes or breaks it unless it's really bad. Mm-hmm. So, I, I can get over it. And, like you mm-hmm. said, I don't play that many shooters. And I think their games have multiplayer, right? The, the later Uncharted one. one? Yeah. 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 Last... Three and four, I think, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I don't even think I would want to play the multiplayer if okay. the shooting mechanics is that bad. I, I personally enjoy multiplayer in zombie-based games more when it's like co-op type multiplayer or like Left 4 Dead type multiplayer, um, which is also co-op. But it's more um, really super fast-paced and almost arcade in a way, but still really fun. And I, I don't know. That's just my There's... personal opinion, but soapbox time mm-hmm. there is no game to match how much fun multiplayer was in left for dead I playing agree. it's it's super asymmetrical because you're playing as 
So you play each round humans versus zombies. If a game matches that, I I will not play anything else. I'll strictly right. play that. We I will get a squad together and we will mm-hmm. dominate that game. That was the most fun I've ever had mm-hmm. gaming ever. Was when will that game come before. backwards compatible? It already has been. It, it is. It is. Um, it I'm is. really curious how good Back for Blood will be. Yeah, me too. And yeah, Stephen, I had hopes actually that Killing Floor would be similar. Me too, and it wasn't. Because you don't play as the zombies. Right. And that's the most fun. Yeah. So, uh, my heart. Human, human my heart controlled zombies, <laughs> like, on either side is really fun. Because, like, yeah. you don't. It's just so different. Every match is so different. Because yeah. you played the same five maps, and uh, I, could, I could speak to this for hours. Yeah. I won't. But I we got. We, yeah, we, unfortunately, we're. We're, we're, we're going along here. here. Yeah, yeah, we have well, had a. You, you would think we're not. But, you know, we are. So anyway, guys, um, Call of Duty was naughty. And maybe it's Activision. We'll get into that. So the new game, the new game, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, has so much hype behind it. And I'm really excited for it. But the first bit of really kind of bad news, uh, depending on which side you're on, I guess, came out this week. Survival mode, a mode in uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, will be exclusive to PlayStation players for one, uh, almost one year anyway. It's about three weeks shy of a year, looks like. So Mine is supposed to say a year, because yeah. it's going to feel longer than that. Yeah, I think it's exclusive up through October 1st, or the first week of October next year, and the game releases on October 25th. So, there you go. And... Guys, what do you think about this? I personally hate this. I think I hate it with every game. I hated it when Tomb Raider was exclusive to Xbox for a year. It's just dumb. Stop doing this, but especially stop making people pay the same price and giving them different things. Yes. So Destiny yeah. is by far, far and away, the worst offender. Yes, they are. Which um, is also published by Activision. Yeah. A different, like a brand new strike. At least this is only timed exclusive. Um, but that's also really stupid considering there's a new... Oh, yeah, there's, a, there's a new game. A I bad know. Word. I know. There's, there's a, new, a game. new Call of Duty every single year. But mm-hmm. I will give props. There, This was not well received from both sides of the aisle. Yeah. And, well, and really there's three sides because PC is also getting screwed here. Yep. Um, so, yeah. PlayStation fans didn't exactly love this either. Um, it's survival mode inside Spec Ops, um, by the way. So it's like one mode inside of a mode. Mm-hmm. I, it's really stupid. Um, y- yeah, I, paying for the same game, though it's not the same game because different content, yeah. is dumb. Oh, I, I have words, and I'll, I will spare you your, your, your precious ears from what I want to say. Um, Cause this is bull, malarkey. Bull crap, bull crap, <laughs> malarkey. I mean, I'll still get the game, and none of this will change. Like I'm a hypocrite right. here. None of yeah. this will change until people stop buying the game because of it. Yes, and, um, that, and that's the thing. We are to blame for this. We are to blame also for Ultimate Team and all that crap. Yes, and I almost said a bad word there. Oh, but me and yeah, Tyler are here's... definitely to blame for Ultimate Team spending a grand. <laughs> Yeah, spending two grand last year on on. <laughs> but here's the here's the damn thing. Here's the thing. It's every year we complain about it, but what are we all going to do? We're all going to buy the damn game. It's not and, like I'll draw the 
I can deal with one mode that I'll probably never play because I don't care about right. survival. Yeah. Um, but when it's like, I, I honestly don't mind the like week or two early multiplayer maps. Yeah, I don't, mind. I don't care. I don't think that, that that's that bad. Yeah. I, I, I honestly don't. Like, it sucks, whatever. You want mm-hmm. them that much early. Because you're getting it, and it's not very far in, in the distance, so it's just like an early access thing, and it's kind of cool. That's fine. But a year? Are you kidding me? A year? Even in a mode I don't care about. Like It's the principle, it was the and whole, it's not the mode. It, if it, it was the whole Spec Ops mode, though, I would not buy this game. Yeah. I would not well, buy Well, here's the thing, and here's why a lot of PlayStation fans are upset. And I want to bring Graham in here, because I know Graham's just chomping at the bit to get his hands on Call of Duty. Um, oh, you know me. Yeah. I'm, fingers crossed right. that I get it free again. I know, yeah. Maybe you'll get a mystery copy again. But, and maybe I'll play anyway. it this time. <laughs> but um, there's cross-play now. So how does this really even benefit PlayStation players? It doesn't. It, you know, because PlayStation, again, you know, for the players. It's, they took the money and Activision's glad to give it to, to give, make parts of their game exclusive. Content exclusive, which sucks. Shame on you, Activision. And, by the way, everybody that bitched at Bungie for doing this with, uh, with Destiny owes them an apology because it wasn't them, it was Activision. And Activision's Ooh. doing it now with another franchise that they have publishing rights to so oh i know a lot of people that think yeah. activision it deserves the title of worst company for why does opinion. activision not get the ea treatment because yeah. ea has it, sports teams yeah. and, or sports and and exclusive sports that you mm-hmm. cannot play football True. anywhere else um unless you Right. Like rugby or the Canadian Football League, and those are just terribly mm-hmm. produced games. You can't get AAA football, AAA produced football games yeah. outside of EA anymore. Um, okay, you came with NBA though. NBA 2K. I mean, they're getting the, they're going downhill um, as well. well. They've, they've made some errors in. Uh... Yeah. That is a good word. Put it. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. So you're right. Activision does deserve shit. I crap for it. Um, well, no, for I agree it. with you. I, I think EA gets it because of the they're bigger, I guess, and they're all, you can also get shooters outside. You don't need to play Call right. of Duty um, to get the shooting thing. Whereas you, if you want football, you have to go to EA. I think or, too. I think EA makes a lot of games that not a lot of players. They're, they're fringe games for fringe sections of the of the gaming audience. You know, gaming market, um, like sports games. Whereas Call of Duty is the behemoth. You, the, you, at least in terms of yearly releases. You know, this game sells 20 million copies a year. Like, yeah. easy. That's easy. Every single year, that's 20 million. It's pretty much the baseline. And then how much better than that does it do? So, you know, why why do they not get held to the standard? Maybe it's because people are just so such fans of the franchise. They they deal, but where it's easier to kind of throw rocks at EA. Um, I don't know. Graham, your thoughts. I'm sorry. You're... I'm a little. Um, I get fired up about this, and yeah, m- me as well. Uh, I did write something about exclusives. Uh, <laughs> I can't even say the word. But uh, anyways, it's almost like you're trying I, to say oranges, Graham. Yeah, basically. Um, so exclusivity. You know, I'll help you yes, out. There you I'm go. Just gonna <laughs> cut my losses. Uh, this really does not help anyone. It might give one person bragging rights over the other, but big deal. 
uh, like I said, this is a big franchise that on multiple platforms. So, like, why do they feel like they have to give, like, one part of the spectrum, like, a, a special mode for a year? Like, it, it, it frustrates me, and I can just go over like you guys just did, but it is not necessary, and it's selfish, and <laughs> I, I, I would like for them to do away with it. Here's like, the when, when they did it with Tomb Raider, like, I felt bad that people with PlayStation could not play it for a year. The game was amazing, and you, like, you just kept it away from, so, Here, here's yeah. my Here's my question. If they're willing... If Sony's willing to shell out money to Activision to get, you know, content exclusivity, it's as small as it is, in the, as we begin the final year of this console cycle, what the hell are they going to shell out to get next year when, like, the launch of these consoles is imminent? Yeah. Like, is, is it going to be multiplayer only on PS4? Because, yeah. man, that would I mean, be- that, that won't ever happen, so no. don't. You know, write that down or anything, but but I mean, like, at what point do it stop? Where's the line? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I read an interesting, interesting uh, article about it. It, it kind of was about that point. Basically, it was like, are they doing this just to push the boundaries? And like, if if it gets enough blowback, then they they'll stop. Mm-hmm. But you know, next time it will be more than just like one percent of the game. Yeah, it'll be. A tenth. What if it's campaign only on one console? I mean, that would suck. And and they could, I, I they could defend it. it. They could defend it by saying only 10% of the people play a campaign. We have data to show, to show you. Yeah. You know? But I think the principle of it is enough. You know? Yeah. I'm with you. So, anyway. All right. Let's move on. Because I have a feeling we could continue on this for a while. Um... So, Graham, uh, Graham, going from one game where you have to, you know, play on a certain place to get a little bit free to another game where if you play on a certain other console, you get it all for free. Uh, The Outworlds. Yes. So, you are, is it fair to say that this might be the game you're most excited for this fall? Because you've talked about this game a lot. Um, Yes. And and you've done very non-Graham things this fall with video games. So far, like, normally you would have about 300 hours in the NHL by now. And true. you probably would have beaten Link's Awakening four times. <laughs> well, each, okay. each on a different copy that you purchased. <laughs> on but, a different Nintendo Switch as yes. well. So, talk to me about what you saw in Outer Worlds, what you liked, because we saw a little bit of it at Inside Xbox this week. And, you know, what you really liked about it and what you're looking forward to with the game. Well... I absolutely love Fallout 3 and Fallout 4. I never got really to play New Vegas, and some people argue it's the best one mm-hmm. and all of that. But from what I saw of it, it just, like, streams Fallout, like, the way they're introducing it and they're talking about it. And it's just got me so excited. And the fact that you can pretty much do anything. Like, uh, Fallout tried to... Like, they say you can do everything, but there's some things you couldn't do. But this one takes that all away. You can do anything. And to me, that is appealing. And I saw that uh, you can go different planets and see different creatures. And you can get a shrink ray. Like, wow, shrink ray. That is fun. 
And like it just looks like like it streams Fallout and it's from the people who made Fallout New Vegas. So I'm definitely looking forward to see what it is. And I, I love the story looks amazing and it's just a colorful game. And yeah, I could go on with it and I'm sure when I play it I'm just gonna enjoy it even more. But from what I see and what I hear of it, it, it looks amazing and I can't mm-hmm. wait to play it. And it's where if you have games yes if you have game pass which you should yeah you should you really should i know a lot of people hate the subscription model they think it's like the slippery slope type thing i i don't know i think it's different when a console offers the service versus each publisher slash developer that's just me yeah um if it was a publisher developer if it was like ea doing you know something like that then yeah I guess I can see the argument, maybe. But still, it's going to make sense every for people. first-party title from Microsoft, like Gears mm-hmm. 5. Right. Like, that's huge. Well, nobody's making you do it. Like, you don't have to right. do it. You can buy no. each one, you know, at retail if you want. Go for it. Knock yourself out. Yep, but, you could. Um, Steven, your thoughts on our world. Because... for a second. No, I'm here. Yeah. Do you hear me um... now? Oh, Tyler, you come back. No, you got me? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. So let me just say that again because I, I think I lost internet for just a moment. But, you so, frozen time there for a second. I did. So um, everybody listening, hi, that was just a little blip on the radar. But Steven, um, you are looking forward to this game a lot too. You're a big fan of Obsidian and you think I won't play this game at all or like it. But um, what are you excited about here? And why don't you think I'll enjoy it? <laughs> you don't play anything. Oh, um, I'm just kidding. Uh, you don't. You you do have a tendency with these types of games, the open worldy like RPGs, that you just you don't you don't get very far. It's more you the just... RPG part than the open world part, I think. Maybe, but, yeah. Because okay. Red Dead, I played, you know, and yeah. finished, and yeah, GTA, that's true. Yeah. Um, I. I like Obsidian quite a bit. Fallout New Vegas is the best Fallout game. Mm-hmm. Uh, hands down, bar none, best of all time. GOAT, it's the GOAT. Not made by Bethesda, made by Obsidian. But they've made a lot of good stuff too. I'm actually really excited for their Baldur's Gate uh, like remake thing mm-hmm. they're doing. Um, more than more than anything else. But yes, I am really excited. I, I've loved what I've seen since the very beginning. I think the humor is going to be perfect. It actually isn't quite open world. I, I did... I know I, I've said it. It's it's supposed to be more linear than the Fallout games, and it's supposed to. Games have this habit of you know saying your choices matter, and then they don't actually matter whatsoever. Uh, the mm. Telltale games are definitely the worst culprit, but they're not the only yes. ones. Um, it says it matters, and it just doesn't. So, like this, you're supposed to be able to kill like almost anybody, and you can make a bunch of different. Cho- it's like. I'm, I'm thinking of this game as, like, you're a space pirate. and mm. But also you're playing this as, like, a chaotic evil type person. That's yeah. how I'm going to play it. Well, you can. I, I, right. Yeah, you can. Um, I, I just am really excited. I thought, the sh- like, the shooting looks fun. Um, they And I actually think New Vegas has, has decent shooting for a Fallout game. Much better than 3s. 4 improved a lot. But... Mm-hmm. 
but New Vegas was good. I, I just, I really am excited. I, I don't want to know too much about it going in. I know that's like counterintuitive to being able to talk to it on the show. Uh, but I, yeah. I was sold on this from the very first like trailer, like Obsidian yeah. making a game that's Fallout in space. Like, mm-hmm. sign me up. And then I get it for free if I have Game Pass, which I have Game Pass, like so sign me up. <laughs> yeah. Again, like, sign me up times two. Like, I will be playing this game. I, it's... Obsidian is one of my favorite developers, I think. Um, they also made Pillars of Eternity, by the way, one or two. Um, the, I love the, the the CRPGs. I suck at you know getting any far into them, but I love the idea of them, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I love playing them for a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I I just really am excited. I, I don't know what else to say. I just I think it's going to be really fun, and it might be my favorite game of this this fall. Okay. There's actually a high possibility that's true. All right. Sounds good. Uh, Graham, question for you. Um, You're not a huge shooter guy. We've established that. But would you play a shooter campaign if the entire thing was in VR and it was a AAA game and it was about 12 hours? Uh, If I had a VR headset? Yeah. Well, let's assume that you have the headset. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Cool. So, remember that game that you played at uh, E3? Yes. Yes. So, um, you, you absolutely love that game. Yeah. Um, actually, when I was reading up on this, it was actually re- reminding me of that game that I played. Mm-hmm. Uh, Covert Ops. Yeah, Covert um, Ops. Fa- um, Phantom Covert, Phantom Covert or, Ops. Or yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Phantom Covert yeah. Ops. Yep. yep. And it got a lot of good press at E3. But Yes. Yeah. So... I think, uh, you know, this game that we're about to talk about here has, has a lot of similarities. Like, you can pull a grenade, you can pull a pin with your teeth if you just move your hand up to your mouth. Yeah. Which is pretty sweet. So the yeah. game I'm talking about is Medal of Honor making a comeback. That franchise returning, but just on PC. In VR, by Respawn, the makers of Titanfall and the new Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. So but it's exclusive to Oculus too, so yes. it's not on the HTC Vive. Correct. It's from Oculus Studios. Yep. So exclusive to Oculus, and you know you. See, got that's to another play. thing where we're talking about exclusivity. Because mm-hmm. that yeah. game that I played, the uh, Phantom Covert Ops, that mm-hmm. is only Oculus as well. And yep. the thing is, I had myself convinced at the time when I was going to get a VR, it was going to be the HTC Vive. Uh, yeah. I think. For the reason of Fallout. That's the reason. Yeah, that's... Because it was on PSVR and it was on HTC Vive. And then after I played that game, now I'm like, okay, now I want Oculus. So this is, like, it's frustrating, especially like Medal of Honor, too. This is a big title. Now you're only going to be on Oculus? Well, Medal of Honor is a title that I, you know, I have a soft spot for. Going back, you know, two decades, really. You know, Medal of Honor was basically the first military shooter on console before Call of Duty. And yeah, I remember playing it on the PS1. And then it kind of lost its way a little bit later with, uh, you know, some some games that weren't as great. Airborne was okay. You know, and then the remake in, I don't know what year it was, um, 13 maybe, 12, somewhere in there. And that was all right. It was fine. But now they're coming back and they're trying to do VR. Maybe if you can do it differently. But I think your point to VR is very valid 
And I wonder if with VR right now, with the Vive and with Oculus, I take the PSVR out of it because that's a console thing and you just, you're used to exclusivity on console mm-hmm. to, to a point. But, um, but I wonder if this is like the days of Blu-ray versus HD DVD, you know, and nobody truly bought in because you only get half the movies on each one. Yeah. You know, like some Paramount was on one, Universal was on another, you know, and it was just whatever. Um, I wonder if that's holding people back from buying into VR. You know, until until one kind of emerges as the, the leader there. So That's actually not a bad thing because you don't want to be, like, have this one and this amazing game comes out, which is all the hype and all that. But you're mm-hmm. like, well, it's too bad I bought this VR headset. Now I can't play that. Yep. So, I, yeah, I, I, remember, I, I can see that being a reason. I remember the day I walked into Best Buy and bought my first Blu-ray player. I, I, I asked them, because I wasn't set on Blu-ray player. I, you know, I wasn't sure which one I was going to get. The question I asked wasn't which one has better movies or this or that. I said, which one do you think is going to win? Yeah. Because that one, I'll get all the movies on eventually, right? So, you know, and luckily I made the right choice. Blu-ray ended up, you know, emerging victorious, which, you know, anybody that remembers that battle, it was so stupid. So I do bad. because I bought an HD DVD. Oh, and did you buy that I, attachment for the 360? No, no. Okay. So I bought I bought the HD DVD and I, right. I go home and I'm like, I'm gonna watch this in my Xbox 360. <laughs> That's what it was, right? 360. Yeah. And I put it in and I I'm guessing it came up as like this is not a disc that's playable, and Something I'm like, like what? That, yeah. okay. So then I did some research on the internet, and it's like, yeah, you have to buy this separate DVD player or, or HD DVD player that hooks up to your Xbox. Mm-hmm. It was like two hundred dollars for for basically like an external drive that you just plug in. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what it was. Um, well, Xbox has the habit of charging stupid prices they for. Do. Remember the remote on the original Xbox to watch DVDs? Oh, yes. Yes. That was dumb. And the Wi-Fi adapter on the original 360s was $100 as well. I remember that. And then they came out with a dual one, like the the really good one. And don't forget the dumbest Xbox accessory I ever bought, which was the wireless controller steering wheel. Oh. That was proprietary to Xbox. I thought you were gonna say the connect. Oh god! Well, I bought that too, but that goes. I got that, that goes, for Christmas. Yeah, that goes without saying that that was stupid. Um, Mine was bundled. Yeah. No, I was like so interconnected first, like the connect oh, sports too. and all that stuff. Connect sports and, and connect adventures. To the point where the first time I played, I knew it wasn't good. Like I knew it wasn't responsive and all that stuff, but I was talking myself into it. Do you remember the fighting I really game? I really wanted that. I'm so glad I oh, didn't get it. Oh yes. And I remember trying to play, like, Prices Right on it. It was just awful. The only yeah. good thing about the, like, the one that came with the Xbox One was that you could use it to, like, control the Xbox. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's exactly what I used for it. I remember yeah. coming home with, like, Xbox, Xbox on. on. Yeah. Oh, that was And great. then it would turn my TV on as well because it yep. had the IR sensor. And it, you know what it they... only worked if you had a TV. Or, if... sorry, sorry. Yeah. Um, if you mind. had a TV. <laughs> I meant, like, there's a lot of stuff that only worked if you had the the connect, like turning the TV on. Mm-hmm. I remember when I had a connect that was connected, huh, uh, and it started like not working. And I was like, why doesn't the TV turn on anymore when I turn my Xbox on? And then I realized it's because the connect broke. And I'm like, well, yeah. shoot. Now I have to yeah. manually push a button or pick up the controller. 
Yeah. I mean, we, we did kind of go way off topic here. Because I did have, actually, now that I think about it, I have something to say. Yeah, uh, yeah it, it, I don't think the like exclusive stuff with the different VR headsets is any different than the console exclusives. Mm -hmm. um, it's not like it's timed. It's just, you know, you buy a PS4, you get PS4 games. I mean, I, well, okay. I'll, there is, the it's just PC players aren't used to it as much. PS4 you know? gets the X. Yeah. PS4 gets exclusives made by Sony. Cause Sony makes PS4 and same with Xbox mm -hmm. with Microsoft. So I get like when you, when, if Oculus were to make games, then yeah, it would be exclusive there. But you're right. If Medal of Honor is making games exclusive to the Oculus, that kind of sucks yeah. uh, for any HCC users. And so, yes, I do agree with you, though, Tyler, that that it, it is probably keeping people from, from getting it. Um, I know you mentioned that you, you're like, we're seeing a pretty decent-sized franchise, even if Medal of Honor hasn't been any good in a mm. while, um, with yeah. a long campaign in VR. Yeah. Uh, and like that could be good for VR, but it it's a problem if no one's gonna play it because well, you know, you don't no one wants to buy a VR because you don't know if like Skyrim's or not Sky the Elder Scrolls Six is going to be exclusive to one or the other. You know, I'm telling you right yeah. now, I, I've always thought the horror game genre is the genre for VR. It is. And if Sony had come out and said Last of Us Two is front to back, beginning to end in vr as well but man that's a game changer i would I, I might not live through it. so resident evil 7 didn't uh didn't do it for you, you <laughs> no i i don't because okay so here's the problem i've never been as big of a resident evil fan i don't know why because i love horror love horror games i love horror movies horror books like well you have resident awesome. evil 7 on the xbox so you should i know play and it. i do have a psvr sitting in your box it is yeah, but it survived the flood it's funny you've never opened it so maybe that's not even in there you, you, you don't know what you have that is true you have the box i do have the box so anyway <laughs> but uh yeah so i think it'll be interesting to see i, I hope it's good i i do have faith in respawn Stephen and i talked off air you know you're not as big of a respawn fan as me um but i have faith in them no, they'll be able to put together a good game here. It is their yeah. first venture into VR, so we'll see how that goes. It does sound great, though. Everything yeah. I read up on it. Mm -hmm. But like you're talking about, you can pull the grenade pin with your teeth. Yep. If a, if a grenade gets thrown at you, you can actually catch it and throw it back. Nice. And vice versa, you can throw it and they can catch it. That's so it unrealistic. You can't pull a grenade pin out with your teeth. In video <sighs> games, you can, Stephen. Yes. And you can just catch them in midair and throw them right back. That's more realistic than the other that's, thing. That's real. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like so, a ball. I mean, it's heavy, yeah. but you have a, a like. It depends, you know. You cook mm -hmm. the grenade. It's like saying over and out. Stupid. Ugh. Okay. Are you good? No. Yeah. All right. All right. Over and out, Stephen. So. Guys, we all had a lot of fun with the last pirate game that came to the Xbox One. And it did not under-deliver at all. No. Exactly. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm allergic to lies. Yeah. Uh, see, no, see these, which, at, you know, by all counts, is a much better game now. And Steven, last time we played it, we actually had some fun with it. But. Mm, yeah, sure. Okay. We did. But anyway. Um, Graham, you, uh, you were a little excited about this. Atlas um, Pirate Survival uh, multiplayer coming to Xbox One and PC with crossplay. 
Um, it's it's already been on PC, but it is coming to the Xbox One. And Grant, what's stood out to you about this? What are you it's like? coming to preview, right? Xbox preview, I think. Is it okay? That but I, yeah. What stood out to me is it's probably what Sea of Thieves was trying to be like from the beginning mm-hmm. and they kind of like stumbled coming out of the gate and like it just seems like a lot of fun like, I don't didn't see much gameplay I don't think but from how they introduced it now they are talking about it and they kind of said oh, oh they are different from other games I think they're kind of making a little stab at No Man's Sky because they're talking about, okay, if you build a base on this server and then anybody else comes to that location, they will actually be able to see your base and interact with it. When he said interact, I'm thinking, oh, destroy. They're going to come and destroy my hard work. So the fact that it does that and it's learned from these other games, I think is going to be way better. Like I never really played Sea of Thieves that much after it first came out. But it does seem like it's really ambitious. Hopefully it's not too ambitious and it suffers from too much ambition and they just can't follow it. But they said like it's they're gonna learn from the like feedback and make it better. So it seems promising and it looks like it'd be a lot of fun. And they're talking about in Arc Survival where you like with updates you can evolve where you can start riding like pterodactyls flying so they said they're going to try to do something like that. So I'm guessing okay. like you're going to ride whales or sharks. I don't know. So right. it and they got like like an underwater aspect to it, like scuba diving and so That's cool. or not scuba diving, but where do they have like the the air airlines going down? Oh okay yeah, yeah. I know what I'm about. I don't know what that's called. Yeah. But yeah, it looks like. Looks like it's got a lot of interesting things, and I'm excited to try it out. And it's going to be on game uh, Xbox preview, game preview. Then that means you'll get it for a discounted price. So yeah, I might yeah. have to try that one out. What do you guys think? You guys excited uh, for this? Steven, you were talking. Um, did you have any? Were you concerned about the game at all, or you know, are you are you gung ho? Are you in day one? No. Okay. Uh, this game has the. Super appealing on paper, but I know for a fact if I tried playing it, it would suck. Because, and I don't mean suck as in like, it, okay, that should be weird. It'll suck for me. Uh, it won't. It's not a bad game, right? Um, yeah. Actually, a lot of what I read sounds really fun. Mm-hmm. But it's a game that it does suck the time. You need to play that constantly if you want to have any progress, yeah. you know, and enjoy. And if you don't play it, you know. 20 40 hours a week like you're, you're gonna fall behind and it's gonna be less fun and I, i'm sure it's one of those games too where you're gonna start out like the the initial like difficulty is going to be super insanely high and then it just kind of mm-hmm. it gets easier as the game goes on similar to arc in a lot of ways i think um and it just i don't know like i like hearing the stories from it the same way I like hearing stories from EVE Online, but the, I would never play it. it. It actually reminds me a lot of EVE Online um, in some in some senses, uh, just a li- yeah. different in others. Uh, but similar enough, I don't know. It's like, 
if it if it came to me for like free, I'd give it a go, mm-hmm. and maybe I'll get addicted. I think it will be better than Sea of Thieves, for the hard. I think there's just more to do in it. I thought yeah. Sea of Thieves got repetitive really fast, and they, I've the what I read about Atlas is it, it's not that. There are mm-hmm. other issues I won't get into on the show. Mm-hmm. You can look them up yourself, because uh, mm-hmm. I don't want to take us down that path. The yeah. cross platform is a huge thing as well. It is. Well, that sucks for console players, right? I don't. Wait, and I don't these... love cross-platform between PC and, and consoles because, on you know, PC mouse is obviously like easier to shoot, yeah. and but then there's also like I've seen a lot of just, you know, crap talking. I'm trying to you know. I, I would remember. say there's another thing too that you just brought up that they said they were working on mouse and keyboard support on the Xbox. Yeah, but they're saying that forever. We'll see when that comes. Oh, you mean for this yeah. game? Actually, there's yeah, for, for this game right now. They, they said for yeah, this game. but I don't. I, I don't think that's going to be the make or break for this game. It's just if you like pirate games and you want like an arc type game, you know, a, you know, an MMO game set in a pirate world. This just does look to be that game. You want like a better Sea of Thieves? I think this will be a better Sea of Thieves. Yeah. I really do. Well, and, like, and this would have been like a, a competitor with Skull and Bones, but we haven't heard anything from Skull and well, Bones. I was, just gonna say, I was just going to say, while well, I sit here with my fingers crossed for that game, which I've been looking forward to since the very first time I ever saw it. I hope it's and more single player than multiplayer. Steven, I hope the game comes out. Well, okay, I'm starting to true. I'm starting to think that this might be the type of thing that quietly goes away. Like Scalebound? Just, Maybe. Yep. Yeah. No, we're not going to make it. I don't think so. I, I think it's just... I think it got delayed into next gen. They just decided this game will be better next gen. And so Maybe. they're like, ah, we'll just delay it. Maybe. Oh, we'll delay it one more time. Okay, next gen. Ubisoft does... Well, next day they don't cancel games, but they'll push games they back. They'll rush games. Years. Well, they don't they rush do games, not. though. They do not. So I'm not going to say this is a competitor to that. I mean, what, like, uh, the theme's pirates. So it just depends how that is, because we don't know if Skull and Bones is multiplayer like massively multiplayer or mm-hmm. if it's single player or if it's a co-op somewhere in between this yeah. definitely competes with sea of thieves which i thought was interesting to put on inside xbox when sea of thieves is one of your only exclusives in the last True. three four years that made me chuckle a little bit um however I, mean, I, I guess i think they, they probably feel like they're Sea of Thieves base is established at this point, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah I, I they mean, did I, mention I Sea of Thieves as well when they were talking about mm-hmm. this game. Yeah, I, I, it's it looks it looks interesting. It really does, and and everything I've read sounds really interesting. And maybe I'll, I'll something will click, and I I fall in love. I just know myself, and I'm not gonna want to spend. I haven't spent hundreds of hours in one game alone since Smite. And the old Republic before that. And, like, it's hard to do when you're on a, like, gaming show and you're expected to play so many different games, right? Because we want to talk about all the different games. And so it's it's hard to just play one game constantly. Yeah, uh, it is. And so, I mean, I, I'll, I'd love to watch people play this streamed and on YouTube and stuff. It's just more than likely will not be a me game. That's exactly what I was going to say, actually, about the game, is I, you know, nothing against the game. I'm sure it'll be great, but it seems to me like this is the type of game that I would have much more fun watching someone else stream than yep. playing by my, playing myself. And, yes, yeah, so, you know, those games, ha- they happen and they exist for different kinds of people. Like, 
for some people, like I love playing Madden, and some people watching people streaming is more fun to them than playing it themselves, and that's cool. Yeah. So, and I hope there's lots of people like that because they can come watch us on watch me on Mixer. Last thing, like, hmm? I hope this game is one of those games you can like drop, like jump in for three hours once a month. Um, yeah. But I don't. I doubt it. Think it will be, and that makes it hard. Yeah. To to play as a like. Because I'd say we could do a community thing, but if you're not playing constantly, it's going to suck. Yep. Uh, 100%. And everything I've read led to that second part. Rather yep. than, you know, so there you go. All right. So, guys, uh, we were going to do the in-depth Fall Games preview here tonight. We're actually going to do that next week now because we did uh, talk a lot here. So, <laughs> yes. and we do have one more thing that we want to get to for sure this episode. So, um we're going to start doing something new, but we'll, we'll do that preview next week in uh, for October and November games, uh, just like we did a couple months ago for um, the August and September releases. So, all right, something new we're going to be doing on the show is every month we're going to look forward to the games coming out the following month and kind of play a game, a little competition between us, to see who can best guess what the review scores for those games are going to be. And now we're going to go with IGN reviews because Metacritic just changes constantly based on new reviews coming in. And I feel like I feel like Metacritic has a lot of outlier reviews that are either potentially fanboy reviews or um, haters or potentially people who just, I hate to say it, never played the game. Um, they're, they're not in-depth professional reviews in some cases. Um, and we've seen that before. So, uh, we're going to stick with IGN. Not that IGN is the bastion of excellence and all things journalism. They're not. But they, uh, they're pretty consistent with their reviews. So, we, we're going to go with that. So, I'm going to announce a game that's coming out in October. We're going to hit six games here. And then we're each going to say over or under. And here's how this works. We each get 100 points to play with. So, if we're super confident in one of these games being an over or an under, we can bet, you know, 90 points on that game. Don't accuse us of promoting gambling and microtransactions. We're not. We're using points. Um, and we're going to see who ends up with the most points at the end of the month and see who's the closest. So, all right, guys, let's start with the game that's coming out next week. Ghost Recon. And I know we've gone back and forth on whether or not we want to get this and play it, potentially stream it. We'll see. It'll probably be a... I, I want to say it'll be a game time decision, but that scares me because usually when I make the game time decision, it's to buy it. It's buy it, yeah. Same here. Yeah. So we'll see. So like, I put the over-under on us having this game the week <laughs> after as like a 80% chance. Yeah, right. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway. us too. Uh, Ghost Recon, guys, over under 8.7 on IGN. We're, now, when I say this, we're talking final review score, because IGN tends to do, like, the multiplayer at first, you know? Yeah. And then, or the story at first, and then multiplayer. So, anyway, final review score, over under 8.7 gram. Uh, over under, and how much are you betting on it? Okay, so I'm betting 20 that it will be under. Okay. Because I don't know these Tom Clancy games. Nah, 
I yeah, I, I don't think it's going to perform as well. Grammar, you know, my... bought into the idea of getting on and being party saying tango, you know. And do you remember that trailer? Or yes. The demo that they did at E three what three years ago? Yeah, it was three years ago. It was terrible. So anyway. yes, that's what I based it okay. off on. That's that's my final answer, Bob. Twenty points in the under. Okay, Stephen. Over or under 8.7, and how much? One point under. <laughs> You're not very confident. Okay. I don't know. I think I think 8.7 is a fair... I would say 10, um, but I am pretty confident on, on one of the other ones, mm-hmm. so I'm saving my points. Okay. Um, so one point under. I am going to go five points to the under here. So we're all under. Yeah, and I'm not... I, Guys, I put five points on. I'm not that confident. There's a chance this game could be phenomenal. And I I hope it is. But, yeah, you're not super confident either. Graham's confident. That'll suck. So, Graham wins wins the negative Nelly Award for Ghost Recon. Wow. All right. Graham, uh, a game that I know you've already pre-ordered and uh, and are looking forward to. WWE 2K20. Over under 8.5, and we'll rotate here. So, Steven, go ahead and go first. 19 points under. 19 um, under, okay. Yeah, I just want to get back to a, like, easily subtractable All right. number. Mm-hmm. All right, um, fair enough. But, yeah, 19 under. My okay. numbers are easy for you, Steven. Um, I'm going to go 10 points and say under on this. I don't think by much. I can, I can very easily see, like, an 8-3 for this game. Well, well, I also went with 10 points, but I said over. I think this game is going to be a little better than people are thinking. All right. Well, first over, um, you picked the wrong game because WWE has a tendency of having super long loading times. And I think that will hurt the score. It might. Um, Especially, especially at this point in the generation where loading times are a thing to a lot of people. Yes. You know? All right. Outer Worlds, over under a 9.0. And I will go first here. I'm going to bet 25 points and say over. Yes. Good choice. Graham. I'm going to go 30 points over. Okay. And Steven. I'm trying to do math real quick. She said 30 over, Graham. Graham's in 30, I'm the one. I'm the one keeping track. Yeah. Uh, I got it written down. So. Fifty points over. Okay, you're very confident in this. All right. We're all we're all uh, high on the hype. We're, we've all at least bought the hype for this game. So. Yes. Obsidian got to show my love. Yeah. Um, and I just, yeah, this is my. I'm pretty sure this will get mm-hmm. over a nine. Yeah, it could right. be an eight point nine, which is scary because you know you yeah. never know. Don't that do that to me, so, RGN. I would be under. Fine, Graham. Going back to you for Luigi's Mansion Three. Over. Luigi. Oh, sorry. Go. Over or under a nine point two. I'm gonna say over, and I'm betting twenty points. Okay. All right. Steven. <sighs> I'm taking the under. 
I don't know how much I want to gamble yet. Um, sorry, not gamble, just give points. Uh, Rich. Rich. <laughs> how much confidence to assign? I hope it is over. I, I really do. Yes, um, we're not saying what do you hope. Right. We hope they're all over. I hope they're all tens. No, I don't. I hope W. I, I want to win. Um, <laughs> okay. Ah, shit. <laughs> this is hard. <sighs> One point over. <laughs> that means we got a 19 right. coming up. All right. Or a 29. Potentially. Okay. Or nine. So I am going to say 10 points under. Ooh, look at you guys. I thought about doing that. Just barely. I, I can see a 9.0 for this game. That's what I, I was can. thinking as well. Um, but I can also see a 9.5 for this game. I could see a 13 out of 10 for this game, too. Yeah. Well, you get the half point bonus because it's yes. I can see a 10 for this one. Well, of course. It's a Nintendo game, Graham. Like, that, that's what I mean. They they tend to have 10s. Oh, why do well, I they do on certain game sites, game? yes. All right. Steven. Call of Duty Modern Warfare over or under a 9.0? Oh my god. <laughs> I know it's a good line when I've got you guys like, uh I mean, honestly, first reaction would be to go a certain way with this, but when looking at the reviews from past years. That's, that's my thing. Yeah. Well, one point under from Steven. All right. Um, how many points do I have left? 50. Okay. I'm going to go... I'm going to go 40 points over. I believe, in the, I believe in the campaign of this game. I do too. I and... just worry that some biases might come out. Mm-hmm. No, no, not doing it. No, I don't. I, I think there's. So here's one thing about a place like IGN or GameSpot or Kotaku or whatever. So many sets of eyes look at these reviews before they are cleared and published. Yeah, and they are scrutinized. But it's the smaller sites where you got to worry right. about people going on their crusades, one way or the other. Are you, you know? are you sure they're scrutinized? You sure there are many eyes? Yeah, because uh, I remember a certain game that was massively plagiarized. Well, he was an editor our... though too. Yeah, but I mean, you so, could yeah. have an editor doing this one. Well, okay. So uh, let me say, since, since that point, I think there have been some changes, and they've said there's changes in how many eyes yeah, get this, and how they're scrutinized, that. and how they're evaluated. So fair, fair point by you for sure. I mean, he did win our like villain of, of the year last year. Um, and don't don't read any, and by the way don't read into anything political here. Um, mm -hmm. But let, I'm I'm being realistic that it is a possibility from certain people based on what we've seen from them about Call of Duty in the past. Oh, specific three. That's all I'm saying. 
don't read anything else. Don't yeah. assume I'm one way or the other. Because no, because, Stephen, there's going to be people that are on a crusade from either end of the spectrum here. Oh, it's that, that have agendas and how they evaluate this game. And just look no further than the smaller sites reviews, and you'll see the yeah. um, inflammatory opinion words. Like, um, you know, the, the words that, that either show disdain for the game or think it's yeah. the greatest thing ever, right? This so, is the game that is the majority of the reason we're not using Metacritic because I agree with you 100%. Mm. Those small sites are going to just completely skew the average. They're going to go agenda on it. And yep. it's and it's unfortunate and it's, it's embarrassing. And it's why there's something to be said for actual journalists and not just opinions of every everyone. So that's all I'm going to say on that. So, all right. Graham, now that we have... Poor feel on the fire for you. Yes. Well, I'm going to back you up with the over, and okay. I am betting 10 points. All right. First, I was going to go under, but then I'm like, nope, let's do over. I can so. very well see this game being an 8.9, and I can see this being, if it's over, it's going to be over by a lot, I think. If it's over, it's 9.5 type of over. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, exactly, 9.5. Yeah. But I could also see this being an 8. Mm. Nine eight eight. But even but, like Modern Warfare right. Two, only got 94, 95, You know, yeah. Modern Warfare One got or ninety four, I think, or something like that. Yeah. So yeah, I actually put in numbers and I put nine point six for this mm. one. Nine point six. All right. All right. Last one, guys. Destiny Two Shadowkeep comes out next week, and. I'm going to go, it's my turn to go first. Uh, my remaining 10 points. Man, I want to say under, but I'm going to say over. I think Bungie's going to get some some love for this being their first effort free of Activision. So I've seen people complain about recycled content, so yeah. I don't know. Graham? I'm going the opposite direction of Tyler, and I'm going under. And I'm picking, well, at 10 points, my final yeah. 10 points. Okay. But, like, they do tend to... Will this be the last DLC for Destiny 2? No. No. Okay. Do, I, I don't know if they'll get a brand new game out next year, to be honest with you. Yeah. They might wait they, until the new console's a year old. Yeah. I know they do tend to redeem themselves with Destiny, but I'm going to go with Under. Yeah, I I don't know, man. This game has eight. This has like this is eight or eight two written all over it to me. But anyway, I'm going over just for fun. I put I put eight two. I could see it also being an eight seven. Yeah, I can too. Um, but I get to go last, and I'm scorekeeping, so I get to you know do my own thing. Um, I'm giving one point to D under for Destiny two, okay. and I'm adding twenty seven points. To Luigi's Mansion for the over, so I'm at 28 over there. All right, fine. And that gives, hey, gives no more manipulating my... your score yeah. there. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I. All right, so it looks like the games that are going to decide is Call of Duty because I have the most points there. Um, Outer Worlds, we all went the same direction, right? Yep. Yep. So that yep. one doesn't really matter that much. Well, Ghost Recon um, and Outer Worlds, we all went the same direction. That yeah. was the only one. 
Yep, so the other four, WWE Luigi's Mansion, Call of Duty, and Destiny 2 will kind of decide and tell the tale to see who wins here in October. All right. So, guys, let's look ahead to next week, and we do have a couple things coming out. We have Ghost Recon, and we have Destiny 2 Shadowkeep. I can't say I'm all that excited about Destiny 2. I, I've just, I don't know. There, there was a time that I loved playing Destiny 2. That time is gone. And I don't know, what, Stephen, any excitement? Because, Graham, I know you hate Destiny. <laughs> so, so, I know. And, yeah. I, and I feel like I bought the, the season pass. So I probably have the game. Maybe. But no. So no. No, you don't. Because the season pass only counted for the first year, stuff right? thing. Yeah. They changed yeah. the name without changing how they did it. Yeah. Which was, oh. And it just got glossed over by everybody and it's still a sore spot for me. Cause it used to be called the season pass and that got you stuff in the season. And then they changed it this year to the expansion pass. And yes. it still only got you the stuff in the seasons, not the expansions. So riddle yeah. me that. Yeah, because Graham, this is a this is a full expansion of the game, not a DLC. So, okay. so maybe about yeah. the expansion pass. I don't remember. Right. Right. The, the expansion Warmind pass just gets you the DLCs. So Warmind and whatever else the other stupid thing was called. Like it, they were they were named so well. But uh, yeah. one of them was Warmind. I forget the other. Yes, I so I have beaten both expansions, like mm -hmm. real expansions, like the years. Because yeah. they changed the years. Yes. Ugh, I'm pissed. Um, this will be the start of year three, right? So I did beat Forsaken. Yeah. Um, just recently, actually. I did it on a stream. Um, and I, I was... I'm, I'm still trying to get to the max light level or whatever. Because I, I really do enjoy the raids. I had uh, a lot of fun with Vault of Glass back in the mm -hmm. day. And I never really played... I didn't play the, any of the other raids in the first game. And then I had fun with the first raid in the second one. So I'm mm -hmm. playing another raid. So I don't remember what the name of it. I think it's... Yeah, don't, don't remember the name. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know. Anyways, uh, I did enjoy them. They're 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 pretty fun because I like the teamwork aspect and like mm -hmm. the uh, like you have to be like skilled to succeed. You know, you can't just. <sighs> well, it's not super hard at times. Like you do have to work together as a team, and if you're one teammate, you're only as strong as your weakest link. To be to be fair, um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed them, and I I kind of wanted to start playing, but there's so much stuff coming out that it's like. I don't know. I Stuff. I'll buy it. I'm sure. I if you were a betting if you're a betting person, like by the end of this year, I will ha I will own Shadowkeep. Um, <laughs> would be the bet. I I just don't know if I'll get it day one. Uh, Ghost Recon, like we said, Tyler. <laughs> it depends how the wind blows. Yeah. We kind of talked about it. It, it. it all depends if it's a like fun streamable community type game yeah. like i think that'll push us one way if it's like a single player or or whatever just not that not that good online i we probably won't get it right and i think we kind of agree on that and i yep yeah i've got enough games to play with that single player focus you know coming this fall yeah. between finishing up control and blur witch and then you know um star wars coming later etc Plus, Call of Duty having a Death Yeah, Death Stranding. Pokemans. So, yep. There's just so many. Uh, it, this fall is very much like Return of the Single Player Experience in a lot of ways. So, yeah, I just don't I don't need it. Yeah. If it's not going to be good for streaming purposes. And I don't want to sound like we're down on the game. It's just, 
it for I think just for the three of us, it's one of those things where it's just not on the radar that much. Yeah. For other people like, that are super looking yeah, forward for to sure. it, though, like I hope it's awesome. For for those that have listened for a long, 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 long time, they know that my shooter, what's it called, tolerance is very low now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny because I actually had been playing a decent amount this year. I uh, what was I playing? I played a lot of or a, a decentish amount of Halo Online. Yeah. I played a couple solo Fortnite matches, like. That yeah. is not something I do anymore. And you're playing Borderlands. Um, Borderlands, but that's I don't count. I mean, it is a shooter, but I play that more for the loot than anything else. Yeah. Um, but I I don't want to like because I think Call of Duty will be a really fun game. Like, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm excited for the multiplayer in that game as well. Mm-hmm. Like like Call of Duty's multiplayer. I'm trying. I don't want to kill or you know burn myself out. Sure. On shooters that I'm, you know, so so on when I think I, I'm gonna really like Call of Duty. I, I'm going to play the campaign. I don't know if I'll beat it. It might be the first cam- like shooter campaign I've beaten in a long time, including like not counting Gears Four because we did that on stream, but we haven't beaten Gears Five. I've never, I haven't beaten Halo Five. Uh, mm-hmm. Halo Four was the last one, and Call of Duty, the last campaign I beat was, well, I don't even know. I couldn't yeah. tell you. I don't remember. I the only Call of Duty campaign I did not beat was the what Infinite Warfare the the last one, the Call of Duty in Space. Yeah, yeah that yeah that was. I did not beat I, that I one. Beat I've one. beaten every other Call of Duty campaign though. Or Blobs Two, I can't remember it, but I Blobs Two. Mm-hmm. It's one of those two though. Yeah, I don't remember which ones I beat. I know I haven't beaten many of them, but mm-hmm. I have beat some of them. Yeah, I, I rather enjoyed the World War II campaign. Never played. I thought it was good. So, yeah, uh, and and I have really high hopes for this this game, the campaign and the multiplayer. So, all right, same here. Um, streaming plans next week, guys. I'm gonna try to get back into streaming. I'm gonna try to rig up something here to that'll work in the interim. It, but if I'm not able to, this will be the last week upcoming that I don't, and I'll be back at it the following week once I get carpeting in here. So we'll be back at that, and uh, you know, Graham, we're, I know we're going to be getting you into it here shortly yes. with some stuff. Um, and Stephen, what do you have on the horizon, streaming wise? Um, that's tough. Like, hardest part is figuring out. Like, you want to play something, you know, fun and enjoyable, and that people want to see. Um, I'm I'm thinking Gears this weekend, probably. Yeah, we'll um, do that. That's easy for me because I don't need to set it up. Yeah. I so, mean, your work schedule is garbage, but it other totally than that. Is. Hopefully uh, changing soon. Fingers crossed. Oh, everyone. Yes. Right, so I'm, yeah. I might be holding my fingers crossed more than you were holding your fingers crossed. Yeah, you don't even get uh, more money out of it. I do. I know. <laughs> but um, I, I guess we'll just we'll go with the flow. I've actually been meaning to like restart playing Divinity Original Sin 2 for the third time. Haven't beaten it. Um, I might do that on, on stream. I love that game so much and I've never beaten it. Like I, but every time I I've loved every, I've restarted it. I've restarted from the beginning five times. Um, but I've gotten decently far three. Um, and finally this, la- the last time I did it, I got out of the like starting area though. The starting area is like 15 hours. So, yeah. you know, um, we can actually go through I, games I kinda, and see which ones you've restarted the most. I kind of want to do that. Um, <laughs> I don't know. We'll we'll figure it out. Together. Steve, do you know what game I thought yep. you were going to say there? 
Not Divinity the Original Sin? The Witcher 3? Uh, no, I no, because he said he started with the DIV sound. And I thought you were going back to Division the, the 2. Vi- no, that oh, game's Division. been uninstalled and I will never reinstall that game's... <laughs> not a not a fan. I forgot the Division bad. Two came out. Yes, it was. was it was terrible. I hated it. I hated I it more really than the first one. It. Really? No, nah, I don't know. It's probably because I hated shooters. At that, I didn't hate shooters. I was so tired of them. You were. Um, you were not in the mode for that game at all. I've had a resurgence. So, mm. Yeah, and you you made me play it, and I was like, no. Because well, we not. had it. It was brand new. But Divinity. I'd rather play uh, Destiny. Like I enjoy yeah. the shooting much more. I I actually didn't like the shooting in the Division at all either. Yeah. And no games match Borderlands for, like, loot. Sure, like, that's do true. it like that, and then I'll be fine, you know? But mm-hmm. you got to give me a reason to keep playing. You feed the... you got to manipulate the brain, right? That's how World of Warcraft ha- ha- was so successful, and yeah. that's why Borderlands is and Diablo is. Because yeah. it literally... I mean, say what you will, it manipulates, like, the, you know, pleasure centers of your brain to... Sure want to keep playing like that is well, how the world of warcraft succeeds that's how microtransactions work too they give you just enough mm-hmm. to keep you coming back you're successful just I, often enough it's why there was yeah. four weekends in a row last year where now i can admit it because we're so far removed and it won't happen mm-hmm. again where i bought the hundred dollar pack to buy the legends of uh madden ultimate team this was last year right you yes it was okay, okay yeah and then i bought the 50 dollar because i wanted more and then i bought like 320s because you were limited That's to one more if thank the lord they limited the amount of oh, like hundred dollar packs you could buy because yes. i there were there was a there was a week i would have bought like four of them and i know they're not doing it because of the money they're doing it to keep like um variety or parody oh yeah i always say it wrong parody parody Parody, Uh, they do it for parody's sake so like you don't have 99 overall teams like super early like that is the sole reason it is Mm -hmm. not because of the money we all know and and it's also a way for them to say see we look out for our players you know yeah Yeah. no i i i don't ever want to see the total amount from from (laughs) money i've spent on Madden 19. That's my thing. I see these articles come out where this guy's like, you know, I spent $15,000 on FIFA. Shame on EA. Well, first of all, shame on you. And second, um, you know, the, I don't want to know the total. <laughs> Ignorance is bliss. Uh, yes. Like, you know, I've had the, the, the sit down with myself. We've talked about it and Same. You know, we're not going to do it anymore. Yes, we are um, not. And it's uh, it's not happening. But man, last year, yeah, I mean, it's not. Sadly, wasn't the first time I did it either. The Madden fifteen was the first time, and then um, it went out as bad as last year though. But also Madden nineteen, and uh, like yeah. at least I in, I was... at least in fifteen, I had a ninety five overall team by the end of it. I, I had one last year. I had a really yeah. good team. I just didn't play online. Um, yeah. I, I thought I was bad in Smite, spending like 300, 400, mm. 500 bucks, but that was over the course of like two years. No, Matt, nothing beat Madden 19 for amount yeah. of stupid amount of purchases I spent. Hmm. See, Graham, I could easily see you getting on Chell and falling into that trap. And, you know, kudos to you for not. Yeah. No, I. There's been remember? times where it's like, okay, I think. Well, I don't know. There was the thing, too, where you were kind of doing Ultimate Team wrong, but, like, I didn't want to correct you because I didn't want you to go down the rabbit hole. Yeah, I like know. You were, like, you were trying to collect all the cards, 
you every know, card. Yeah, and rather than making sets and getting better players and building your team up, because once you got that taste of like better team, better players, better cards, then that's how they get you. Yep. You get that taste of it. You pull, like, the worst thing ever that happened to me last year was pulling those, like, 88, 87, 88 players on the first day. Yeah. Uh, oh, I want to say so. I know. It was the worst thing that happened to you, too, because you I'm gonna saw it and you wanted to say F-U type. So, <laughs> for those that are at home, um, Tyler, like, would send pictures <sighs> bragging. It was like, I just pulled Odell Beckham Jr. And so you're like, Wow, the pools must be a little better this year. I'll go spend ten dollars, and that's how they get you because of bad friends like Tyler <laughs> that force you to make. Yeah, Tyler is an enabler. He was. He is the. Re- I, I should sue him. I'll be mad at Tyler. Right. No, I'm yeah. not mad at myself. Let's yes. not have any introspection here. It is mm-hmm. all Tyler's fault. Yay, yeah. we've established. Woo. <laughs> No, um, uh, but yes, yes. Tyler, it, well, I do blame uh, Tyler Little for that. You know, that is the most 2019 conversation we've had this year, the last 30 seconds. Oh, quit trying to get out of it. You know what you were doing. You were being a not nice person by bragging. Admit it. I wasn't trying to make you buy the whole yes, you, online yes, store. Yes, you were. You were like, I got this. Ha, ha, ha. Neener, <laughs> neener, neener. What, what do I win by you going and spending money? Uh, the satisfaction that, you know, I could have spent that money on something more important, like, I don't know, yes. anything else. Yes, because, you know, if, you know, the, the game is won, Graham, when Steven's homeless. Like, that's when we're <laughs> like, yay, we win. And, it was you know. all a, a, a very elaborate scheme, uh, conspiracy theory to, you know, get me off the show, probably. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's got yes. nowhere to record <laughs> he can't be on can't the show. do it that's right yeah because you know <clears throat> yeah because I, I would come up with something that elaborate where in the as in the past you know we've just shown up and done it without someone so that's um, true that's true and you know sorry right. for those that wish that his scheme succeeded yeah <laughs> you have me forever <laughs> <laughs> so anyway all right guys let's wrap this up because we are pushing two hours right now and uh, let's wrap uh, the show up. But first, I just want to remind everybody out there listening that you've got just a few more days to get in on Mixer and get yourself into that drawing for a community giveaway for the month of September. The way to do it is come and follow us on Mixer and just sit in there. We got we have a 24 hour stream that's up 20, like it says, 24 hours a day. And with old episodes, get caught up on the old stuff, take part in the chat, whatever. And but you're earning sparks that whole time. You spend those sparks in the channel and get in the top 10 for the month of September in sparks, but you'll be entered into a drawing. Uh, everybody in the top 10 gets one entry. Winner wins the gift card. So uh, it's a pretty easy way to do it. Doesn't cost a dime. Just come and hang out and, you know, leave the stream up and running and then come spend the sparks and you're good to go. Help support the show too. It helps us grow and make sure and get uh, more people into the community. So, all right. If you'd like to support the show in other ways, we have a couple of ways to do that. So first of all, we'd like you to head over to thegaminghub.tv and from there you get links to join our Facebook, our Mixer, our Discord, et cetera, et cetera, down the line. And we also have a Patreon page where you can go uh, patreon.com slash gaminghub. And for as low as two dollars a month, you get bonus content. For as low as five dollars a month, you're entered into a weekly giveaway that we do for uh, patrons on the show uh, for a ten dollar gift card to the console of their choice. And Stephen, do we have a winner for this week? We do. Okay. That winner would be Michael. No, 
that will sound terrible on, uh, in headsets. Michael Florian, okay. um, congratulations. Um, you are the lucky winner. Yeah. And uh, speaking of which, we'll, we'll give the shout-outs to uh, Carlos Alv Williams, Grant Pfeiffer, I said it right two times in a row, uh, Damian Sutefsky, and Casey Wright. You guys are all at the levels where we, we give you a shout-out. We, we do really appreciate you guys, and we appreciate all our patrons. We can't do a lot of the stuff we'd like to do for you guys without without the patrons. Um, I mean, yeah. like, I, you know, we want to be you know, rainbows and unicorns. You know, we love, we love our Reggie here. We love our Reggie, but um, we, we're also realistic. Like, E3 is not a... A uh, a cheap show, you know, to go to. It's not free. Buy... It, yeah, it's not free, and and we need like your support. So if you really like what you're doing and you want to throw two dollars our way, that's the the cheapest tier. You I mean you can do it for one dollar uh, if you want. Um, it doesn't matter. Like we we highly appreciate like all the support we get on Patreon. We love all of you guys. Um, we we can't do this without like you guys. So thank you guys so much, and thank you to those that. That, that pledge at that level that they get their name shouted out because you guys really do help keep us afloat in a lot of ways, um, especially when it comes to those shows. So, so thank you guys so much because we we'd love to do more than just E three, right? We want to go to Gamescom and yeah. and some some of the other maybe stuff. Some, maybe some packs if we yeah, feel packs, like being in a sure, sea of eight hundred thousand people. Um, yeah. But no, it'd be fun. So thank you guys so much. Um, we we love all our listeners, of course, uh, and we if we didn't have listeners, so, you know, we wouldn't well, have a show. Let me get one thing there, Stephen, if I can. Yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt. So here's what it really gets, okay? Because yeah, we can go to the gaming shows and we want to go to E3 every year and all that stuff. But what it's really going to be able to do is enable us as we continue to build these relationships with developers and publishers, which we have been doing as we've been getting more listeners and getting more exposure and doing all that. Uh, what it's going to enable us to do is take those three days and go for one of us to one of these special events that they have for, to promote their new game. So it's a it's a private event, and honestly, it's going to be the type of thing that gets us the most awesome coverage to give to you. Yeah. So, you know, think about like when, for example, when Battlefield Five came out last year, they they flew people out to Sweden. Um, I remember that to like podcasters and youtubers and streamers etc to get their hands on the game and then give their thoughts and reports on it right and they do the same thing for lots of different types of games lots of all the publishers do it they hold these events and we actually got invited to one of them pre three this year just to work out schedule wise so we're building those relationships we're getting more of those invites and your support helps us go to things like that and provide that type of coverage for you. The coverage you aren't going to be able to get anywhere, uh, except from for from the people who are at it, and you know, helping us get that level of exposure and and be able to bring that type of coverage back to you is what we want to do. And honestly, we can't do it without your help. So, for those of you who do support us, we really, really do appreciate it. Yes. All right. For sure. Sorry to take that over there. <laughs> I just wanted no, to fine. throw that part out. All right. Guys, let's wrap this up because we're ready in two hours. So, um, for Graham and Steven, I'm Tyler saying thank you so much for joining us for 181. We'll be back next week with 182. But until then, have a great week, everybody. Uh, Stay safe, play some great games, and enjoy the baseball playoffs. Go Twins. Go Twins. Go Yankees.
Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.